<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A good afternoon, Tam Tam. How are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> are you, are you in a zone today? No, it's just because I did, you know, I did that film in Atlanta. It was for a month. I was the lead, which is so great. But when you're the lead, you're literally in every scene. And it was so exhausting. And it was so amazing. And it was everything I loved. And then like my dopamine just crashed. And I knew it was going to happen. Mm. And I knew I was going to come back and everything was going to seem very boring. And it just does. <laughs> and now I'm just like feeling like everything's like going through the motions and drudgy. How about you? Yes, I hear you. I think we're also in that sort of time of the year where things That's like, true. do you know what I mean? It's a weird changing of like the seasons and like, yeah. you know, it, like the kids are in school, but it's not quite the holidays yet. And we're just right. like, and then we keep hearing all these things like on the news. I don't know if you've been listening to this, but they're like, a recession is coming. A recession is coming. And I don't like, listen to the news. Don't, don't <laughs> I mean, do I do. It. Don't do it. Don't do and it. I hate myself. In my life. <laughs> I mean, damn it. It's like so scary. So I'm just like, okay, I, I don't know how to get through like these next few months too. I'm like, it could be really good. Like when, once the holidays hit and you know, all that stuff starts, but then I think just, yeah, I think a lot of our, our life is based in what, well, what we've been taught is that everything is like ruled by fear. And right. I, I'm so susceptible to it just because like my parents, we immigrated from South Africa, came to Australia. My dad had to start over and he had to like build a future. And it was all about money, 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 money. Right. It was like, like and not money to go buy a private jet, but money to just survive and have yep. opportunities and be able to like take care of your kids kids and for them to go to school and so like now I'm the adult and I really don't feel like the adult I'm like when was when did I stop being 21 like and now I have to take care of people mm -hmm. and it's just that fear that like this the safety element like because when you don't have money there's no safety right for your family and so we're all obsessed with that feeling of like feeling safe but I just think I just think it always it's so voodoo voodoo but I always think it works out Okay. In some way or another, like you look back at the hard times of your life and you're like, they were really shitty. They were really hard, but it always seems to come full circle and you always meet the right people at the right time. I do believe that. See, that's good that you keep you're like, that. I don't, <laughs> I'm like, but I just don't. Okay. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. I like to go and like, just bury my head in the sand for a little I know while. You do. You do. <laughs> and pretend like it's not really happening, you know? Um, but no, that's really good that you keep a positive outlook. And like, since, you know, you and I like have become friends, like I, like when you say that, I'm like, okay, that resonates. Like I need to be like more positive in that way, you know, like, 
and kind of know that things are going to work out. But nonetheless, it's scary because we're creatives. We're entrepreneurs. We're faith. Yes. Faith, right. And a faith in, you can think of faith, higher power, faith in yourself, faith in just not knowing, but this idea that like I said to my husband, he's supposed to be doing this big film. It's mm-hmm. taken him a decade. And he's like, I just, he said to me, he's like, I don't know. It might implode on itself and not happen. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because his film is like buying our next house, right? Like mm-hmm. buying a bigger house. And he's like, nothing is certain. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's accepting that there isn't always an answer. You know, mm-hmm. nothing is certain. But what is certain is how your metabolism works. <laughs> you see that good segue there? <laughs> you see that little slimming? Um, which, which, which is why we are here because I do want to understand, I don't know about you, Roxy, but as I get older, I feel like my body is betraying me in many ways. And mm. the things that used to work for me before are not working for me now. And I do believe in self-love and acceptance, but I also believe if you want to get into better shape for your health or your, just, just because you feel better a certain way that's okay too mm-hmm. um and in this podcast on this podcast we always talk about like do whatever works for you mm-hmm. and i know there's a lot of people that that call in and and write in and say you know we want someone who's like can help us get into good shape and we're like we don't know because <laughs> we're still trying well roxy you're in shape but i'm so don't know <laughs> she's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> take it off roxy take it off <laughs> <laughs> really needing to get there. Uh, yeah, it's um, kind of crazy because I feel like too, Tamman, tell me if you like feel this. You're, but no, you know what? You actually don't feel this because you are very good about like eating well. Pretty dedicated, and, but is there still bits that are not like uh, I'm used to? But I feel like when the weather gets chilly, because now finally here in LA, it's like below 80 degrees. I start being like, okay, the comfort food and like, you know, I want to feel warm and like eating like the heavier eating your feelings. <laughs> exactly. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're we are definitely in for a treat today. Okay. So who do we have on next? Roxy Soxy. All right. Well, you probably know him from Instagram, everybody. Mm-hmm. He um has trained or not trained, but he's actually um helped, you know, people such as Molly Sims and Hillary Duff and got some really amazing clients kind of get their wellness on track and, and, you know, really develop these amazing eating programs for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they shout from the mountaintops about him, you know, Molly Sims posts about him and, you know, all those kinds of things. So that's really great. But, um, you know, it will be interesting to kind of delve in and talk to him. He's a, a celebrity nutrition coach with over 10 years um, of experience. He has a successful gym in Arizona and um, he's sort of certified by the National Academy of Sports Medicine. So without further ado, let's welcome (laughs) Eric Young. What's going on? Okay, so fix us. (laughs) But not kidding, fix us. (laughs) So firstly, can we like talk a little bit about what you do? Because- I know a little bit on the periphery. We were supposed to work together and then just my work got in the way. But what exactly do you do? Yeah, so what I do is, I my, my approach is, it's all about non-restrictive eating. You know, I, I just feel like when you start restricting yourself and you start taking out all the fun stuff that you love, it just, it makes dieting not fun. And a lot of times that just leads to, 
I don't know, sometimes binging or just getting in that cycle where all week you eat really good and then the weekends you eat terrible and then you just get in the cycle of trying to make up for the weekends, you know? And I don't know, I just, I, I want sustainability and I want plans, I wanna do plans that people look forward to eating and just not feeling restricted because I feel like there's just so much, I don't know, man, just so much guilt association associated with bad eating and just, I don't know. It's just food is, it's kind of like a drug, you know, it's, mm. it's very, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I like to put plans together based off food that people like. So it's just very non-restrictive. You, you pretty much tell me the foods that you want to eat. And obviously there's a lot more that, that goes into it than just that, but it just has to do with really making sure that you're eating less than what your body's used to, or depending what you're trying to do with your physique, sometimes you have to eat more as well. So it's just all around just sustainability. And, you know, we want to teach people how this works so that they can keep the weight off and enjoy life and not feel restricted. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting that you're bringing up restrictions because I know like sometimes I've done different programs, you know, where it's you know, eat healthier, eat cleaner, you know, do kind of this and that. And even though, you know, you're eating these great foods, it still feels restrictive. You know what I mean? It still feels like I'm not really eating what I truly want to. So like, how do you incorporate that? Like, how do you make it not feel restrictive for people? Like, what is the technique to kind of get that, get that going? Yeah. I mean, so, so pretty much depends on the situation. If you're trying to lose weight, then that means you would need to be in a deficit, which means you need to be eating less than what your body's used to. So, um, so what typically what happens is if someone will put a a three day food journal together, I can see how much food they're eating from there. And then I'll put their plans together based off of what they want. So, um, you know, we want to go into this in general, we're looking at health. So we do 80% whole food, and then 20% fun food. And the fun foods can be anything like, could be peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It could be a dessert, maybe, um, you know, a skinny cow ice cream sandwich. There's really nothing that's off limits here. It's just, you know, if, if you're going to have a glass of wine or you're gonna have that ice cream sandwich, that just means you need to eat less carbs earlier in the day to compensate for that. So it's really just trying to balance it out. And that's what I do. So I'll, I'll put the plans together. Um, once clients see them, if they want me to fine tune them, then I fine tune them. But the majority of the time it's pretty spot on. Cause it's obviously not my first rodeo. Mm-hmm. You, you know. talk a lot about, and this is, this is what was nerve wracking to, to me, which I had to change my like perception of is a lot of the time with your clients, you actually make them eat more and more calories for an extended period of time, which feels very unnatural. Like for me, I've eaten this same way pretty much my whole life, but I think that I'm not in the shape I want to be because my age, my hormones, I had two kids and I just probably don't have as much time to work out. So I'm probably a little different. My body's a little different because I just can't, I haven't been able to fine tune it yet. But the idea for me to like then eat it's a 400, 500 calories more than I'm used to feels very unsafe because uh, like, or not like, cause I'm a controlled person. I'm like, Oh my goodness, what would that do? Um, And then, but, and I want you to explain the philosophy behind it, but you know, by, by 
making people eat more calories, which they don't feel that comfortable with, then after a certain amount of time, your body gets used to living in that higher calorie state. And then you drop their calories for like after that, back to what they were eating before. And then the yeah. weight just, you start going into like a, a fat burning zone. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. I, yeah. So typically if, if someone is eating 1200 calories and that's just how they normally eat, like you, you know, you said you eat a lot of the same stuff and you're pretty regimented. Um, not that you're doing yourself a disservice, but your body will adapt to that and that becomes your maintenance. So if you continue to eat like you normally do, you could eat 100% healthy, your body will adapt to that, that becomes your maintenance, which means it would be impossible to lose weight eating the way that you do. So that's where, that's where the adding of food comes in, which is called the reverse diet. So you have to kind of look at fat loss in phases and you have to have a phase where you're eating more foods so that you can get your body used to that. And then you have to have your weight loss phase where you're eating less food. So yeah, it definitely feels um, uncomfortable, you know, and just eating, knowing that you have to eat more food, but as I'm adding the food, I'm doing it slowly and progressively. So it's not like I'm just adding 500 calories to what you normally eat. It would be like one week I would add in, let's just call it 60 or 70 calories. So I would add in 12 almonds or cashews or you know, two ounces of avocado or a tablespoon of peanut butter. So it's not like I'm just adding a ton of food right away. Uh, if I were to do that, you would start gaining. So the way that we do it, we just add slowly over a period of time that will slowly increase your maintenance calories. So then when you're eating more, say we add 500 calories in, if you're eating 17 or 1800 calories, then we start taking food back. That's how you'll start losing weight. But if you're already eating less and you're already just consistently eating 1200 calories, there's no food to take away because I would have to put you at 800. And that's just, you mm -hmm. know, that's not ideal. And no one would want to be around you because you'd be hangry yeah. all day, all day long. Your, your husband definitely would not be happy. <laughs> I'm with very that. mean when I'm hangry. Yeah. Oh, of course. So yeah. So it's just, you know, you have to give your body a break with the lower calories. And at some point you have to add food in. And once you get to eating enough, then we start pulling the food back to get you where you want to be physique wise. And then once we get there, we slowly start adding food back in to get your maintenance calories back up. And then from there you maintain. And that that's the easy part, you know, maintaining is mm. easy. Mm. Um, you know, it gets kind of tedious when you have to weigh things out and measure, but once you get to that spot where you're happy with where you're at, you'll be able to do that just by eyeballing and you'll have no problem maintaining. Mm. See, that sounds a little more doable to me, like kind of <clears throat> giving more calories and then kind of like peeling it back. Getting like, more yeah. calories. She's like, I yeah, like yeah, that I part. Want all the food. <laughs> I need my calories. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds more doable because I think like a lot of times, you know, we start these like wellness programs and whatever, and we immediately try to start from a deficit, you know, where it's like, yep, yep. right. You feel like, oh my God, I'm like taking this stuff away. So that yeah. is actually really interesting kind of how you arc it. And I feel yeah. like I am like ignorant on this part of it because I've heard these terms, you know, all the time, but if you could please explain, and maybe Tamin, you understand these terms too, is like macros, micros, me mediums, whatever, like mm -hmm. the terminology, like what, what, what does that mean exactly? Yeah. I mean, macros is just short for macronutrients and that is proteins, carbs, fats. So okay. that's pretty much all we're tracking is proteins, carbs, fats, and then making sure we're getting enough fiber. Mm -hmm. So the, the theory is once you, 
hit your carb goal for the day, mm -hmm. then you can't have any more carbs. So if that means that you are going out with girlfriends and you're doing brunch and you want to eat pancakes, you can eat your pancakes, mm -hmm. but that just means the rest of the day, you have to watch your carbs because you don't want to go over what your limit is. So it's pretty much like we give you just like a budget with finances. We give you a budget of proteins, carbs, and fats. So once you hit your, your goal of those numbers, then you're done eating for the day. You could eat, you know, three meals a day. You could do two bigger meals, or you can eat five small meals. However you want to do it, that's fine. But all we care about is that you hit your proteins, your carbs, and your fat each day. And really that's all that matters. How does alcohol fit into that? Yeah, alcohol is very <laughs> tricky. Uh, that's in this, it is very tricky actually, because mm -hmm. alcohol doesn't actually have macros. There's no proteins, there's no carbs, there's no fats. It's literally just calories. So you have to account for those calories somewhere. And I usually just take away carbs. So for your normal seltzers, white claws, things like that, those are hundred calories, which I would say that's 25 grams of carbs, which equal hundred calories. So that's what I would tell you to budget. If you wanted to have a cocktail or have a, you know, some type of drink, then you're budgeting 25 or 30 grams of carbs for that drink. Where does tequila fit into that? It's all the same, Roxy. Yeah, it's all the same. And that's, I drink tequila. So I'll drink, drink tequila or scotch just because I enjoy it. Uh -huh. uh, two, two ounces is pretty much 30 grams of carbs. And it's pretty, it's pretty general across the board for two ounces of any type of liquor. So, um, so yeah, that would just mean if you're supposed to have, um, let's say at night, you're supposed to have tacos for dinner. Mm -hmm. You would just cut out your two tortillas and then you're good to have your tequila. And then you would just make a bowl with, you know, whatever else you have left for the day. Oh, so yeah, it's just wow. all, it's all about balance. Just like life, you know, you want to balance life balance. It's just like food. You have to balance your food. And if you eat too many carbs in the morning, that's fine. Don't, you know, don't say you had a bad day and then eat all the other carbs the rest of the day. Just know, like, eat less carbs later in the day to compensate for that more food that you had earlier in the day. Okay. So, so I've, been, I've been what they call sober. I haven't ever had a problem with alcohol. I just don't love how I feel. I think it hurts my mental health, yeah. um, my anxiety. So I've been like what they call sober curious. The last three years, I probably had periods of a year off, then like four months off. And I would probably just drink on a Friday and a Saturday, two on a Friday, two on a Saturday. And I noticed that I'm not losing an extensive amount of weight because I wasn't drinking so much, but every month I probably lose just around a pound. Yeah. And like, it's it starts like, so over seven months, I, I end up losing seven pounds and I do nothing different yeah. because it just must be, I'm just eating the same as I usually would but I'm now cutting a form of calories, right? Which Correct. probably adds up over yeah. the month. But also, do you not think that when people drink, they kind of forget about your plan a little bit? Like yeah. that's kind of what happens? Yeah, I mean, when, I don't, I wouldn't say, I would say in general, if you're not on some type of plan, then yes, you know, you, you have a couple of drinks and then you start eating food and then it kind of just, you just keep going. But I would say on the plan, you know, you're, you're checking in, in each week. So you have that accountability and yeah. no, I, I would say like, I have, a I have a handful of women that I put two drinks on their plans for Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. So they're having, you know, maybe six drinks or four drinks over that, those three days. And, you know, we account for it, you know? So, yeah. um, I, I feel like when you have that accountability, then you don't really, 
you know, go off the rails. But I do feel like if you don't have that accountability and you're not really on a plan, then yes, for sure. If you have a few drinks that could, you know, lead to you getting some desserts and then you just keep going or, um, you know, if it's a salty type of food, you have some French fries and you have all the fries instead of having a normal serving that you would have. So I do think that alcohol does, does cause some type of overeating. Um, but I think that also depends on like the state of your mental also, you know, if you had a rough week and you have a few drinks, that's probably more likely to happen. But if you didn't have a rough week and you were just having a couple of drinks to be social, then maybe that wouldn't happen. So, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute, drunk or sober, <laughs> drunk or sober. <laughs> when a plate of French fries comes to the table, there's no way you're eating one or two fries. You're I do. I know. I, I, I would eat. I, I would eat like eat four. Serving. Yeah, I, I know it's super weird. My husband thinks it's super like the cake comes. I, we have a cake for my daughter's birthday, yeah. and I just had like a little sliver. Like I wow. was like. I'm done. Oh it's not God. because I don't want, I want more. I do want more, but I'm like, yeah. I've had enough. Like I have yeah. that self-control just from years of having it. It's yeah. like, I won't deprive myself because I think that that leads from me to like eating distorted eating, but yeah. I will have cake at my daughter's birthday. I just will have like half a, I won't have like a big yeah. old slice of cake. Right. And I just stop. And sh- my husband doesn't start eating because he's worried he won't stop. So like, yeah. he just doesn't have any, but I can have like six fries. being yeah. done. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, yeah. how is that even possible? If yeah. a plate of fries arrives, I have to eat every. You have to eat the fries. whole fries. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not living oh. like no man behind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think mean, that's the problem. Like, there is like, nothing sadder than a homeless French fry on a plate. Uh, <laughs> but why are people joining you? Like, are you ordering them for yourself, or is yeah, it for right? the whole table? Yeah, because you know, even if you order it for yourself, everybody goes in and like grabs some fries. You know, so it's never just for yourself but right. i will not leave like I, I there will never be like remaining french fries like if you're out to dinner with me whoever is not, not on this plan roxy if you sign <laughs> up uh, not on oh this plan <laughs> well no you still you still get a cheat meal once a week where you can okay. kind of go off track and get what you want and that's when you would have all of the french fries okay, okay. yes so you still have a day to like kind of like you know we want to give you a break to where you're not thinking about and not following plan fully so yeah, you still get to go out, you know, get something that you've been missing all week and, and call it a day. So you could eat your fries. It would just wouldn't be a daily thing where you're eating all of the fries. <laughs> Every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> when I was making my lunch, I was thinking, I was like, I have to ask this question. Is all calories created equal? For example, if it is however many, 300 calories from soda, like Coca-Cola, or 300 calories from brown rice, does it do, and the same carbs, the same macros, does it do the same to your body no matter what it is? Because I was watching TikTok and someone was like, calories are calories are calories are calories. If you're having them in in the form of Skittles or if you're having them in the form of carrots and hummus, it's still the same thing. But for me, I feel like the types of food I'm eating make a big difference into my body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you could talk to 10 different people and they'll, they'll tell you 10 different things. I think it's more of um, just a, a comfort thing for, or just more like individualized off of how you are looking at it. But like, I, I do say like a calories a calorie, but I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a client eating, you know, 80 grams of carbs worth of Skittles and using that as their carb for the day, instead of using some type of 
something that's going to give you volume, you know, because if you eat a bunch of Skittles, you're going to be hungry pretty quick, regardless of how many calories it is. But if you eat two cups of rice, which is also 80 grams of carbs, mm. you're, you're not going to be as hungry because you're getting way more volume and it's not just empty calories. Mm. So, I mean, I would say a calorie is a calorie, but that's, I don't know, when we do the plans, like we're not just giving people, uh, you know, let it, we're not just allowing them to just eat all the garbage. Like I said, we want to do yeah. 80% whole food, 20% fun food. So if you do want to have a serving of Skittles and you have 20 of them and they're 30 carbs, then that's fine. But I, I wouldn't give you, if you're, ha- if you're allotted 150 grams of carbs a day, you would not be able to eat 150 carbs worth of Skittles. No. I can't remember the last time I ate Skittles, but sure. <laughs> it's so funny. I had, I had this one guy and he, he loved his ice cream. He loved his sweets for dessert and, and he was eating a lot of food. He was eating like 2,500 calories. So his carbs were probably like 250 and he would save every night. He would save a hundred grams of carbs for ice cream every oh. single night. And you know, I, I said you could do it, but like, that's not something I would feel comfortable doing just because it's a lot of empty calories. There's a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. but if that's like your crutch and that is what you have to do and you can still be successful doing this and lose weight and lose the body fat, then, then go for it. And sure enough, like he had probably the best male transformation that I ever had. <laughs> still on ice cream. Yeah. Still <laughs> eating, so he sent me, pro- I'm not joking. And he's, he was one of those guys that's tried everything. Like literally tried everything. He probably sent me within six months, probably 35 referrals uh, that people that had signed up and they were just like, oh, if Joey did it and he's still enjoying himself, <laughs> yeah. I'm on board, let's do it. And it works, you know? Yeah. You know, it brings up an interesting point too, now that you're bringing up men into the conversation, because should men, like biologically, should men and women be eating, you know, the same kind of foods, the same amounts of foods, you know, like the same proteins and fats and carb amounts. Like, how does that work out? Because I noticed too, like my husband, especially like if he skips a meal or two, he loses He's weight. Like- <laughs> oh yeah. But, but that, that just goes, like- that goes back to what I was saying about the deficit. You know, if you're consistently like most women that come to me are eating probably between 12 to 1400 calories. I would say that's average when men come to me, which I normally like my target audience is women, but I still have a lot of husbands and wives. So when men come to me, they're eating like closer to 2,500 to 3,500 calories. Mm. So if you're eating that much food and you skip a couple meals, you're in a huge deficit. You're in like an 800 to 1,000 calorie deficit for women. If you're only eating 1,200, you would have to eat 200 calories to be in that big of a deficit that a man's in. So yeah. it, it just you know, it just depends. Like, um, as far as protein, like, no, definitely not protein. Um, women don't need as much protein as men. Um, you know, carbs and fats I've seen, I've had some women eating just as much as men. It really just depends on the situation and it depends what their body's used to when they come to me, honestly. So, um, so yeah, men just, they lose weight a lot quicker because we have more muscle muscle burns fat, Um, and on top of that, we are just used to eating so much more volume of food that when we just cut back on a couple meals, you will see weight come off pretty dang quick. I feel like when people listen to this, they're going to think that you have come up with, because so many people have been trying to lose weight Mm -hmm. for their health and for their mental, so for many different reasons, and they just can't seem to get the formula right. Have you ever had anyone who can't lose weight or do you think Mm -hmm. everyone 
unless there's some very specific medical condition, everyone has, everyone has the ability to lose weight and get in the shape that they want. Is that correct? That's, uh, that's correct. Um, when it comes to medical conditions, yes. I mean, that's, I've had a handful of people that do my program and I've dieted them just like I have dieted anybody else. And there have been a handful of people where it just doesn't work. And usually there is hormones that are off. So if that doesn't, if it doesn't work, I usually tell them, just make sure that you go to the doctor, get your blood work checked. And, um, you know, most of the time there is some type of hormonal situation going on. That's just hindering their weight loss. Uh, the other thing is if you have an autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's, um, Hashimoto, that that's the other one too, that just, is just so hard for women to lose weight. It's like your body is just fighting, fighting itself. And it just becomes very, very hard to lose weight. So, um, so yeah, I would say 99% of the time this will work, but again, if there is some type of hormonal issue going on where blood works off, then usually they'll circle back once that happens. Um, but yeah, the majority of the time, this is, this is, this works. Mm. You know, as we're like sort of entering this time of the year with the holidays approaching, you know, everybody indulges like crazy holiday parties, like all the desserts and cookies and like all the things. And I think a lot of people after that, you know, January hits and then they they start dieting. Mm -hmm. Yes. They start dieting and they want to do cleanses, especially, you know, restrictive cleanses where they're doing juice cleanses or like small, you know, food portion cleanses and things like that. What are your thoughts on that? Like, should people be doing that? Cause you know, that that's kind of what's coming, you know, it's like holiday indulgence and then like the cleanup after. Yeah. Yeah. This is the time, like this would be the ideal time for most people to reverse diet because now you're adding food in, you're able to enjoy the holidays, your calories would be much higher. So you really get to enjoy the holidays because calories are high. You're eating some of those desserts, you're having holiday parties and things like that. So that's actually the end of October is I always send an email out to every one of my clients and just say like, now we're, you know, we're coming up on the holidays. I, I wouldn't want you to be on a diet or be in a deficit where you're eating less food and needing to go to holiday parties and not enjoying yourself, you know, life's too short. So, um, so yeah, now would be the ideal time to reverse diet for sure. And usually adding food for the next couple of months, then January hits, then you start pulling food back so you can start losing weight. But yeah, you're right. A lot of people do those cleanses. Um, it's just not ideal. I mean, you're, you're literally just restricting calories and you can do that eating normal foods, but it's just, people don't really understand how weight loss works. And, you know, I just feel like there's so much information online and it's like, no one knows what to believe. And the thing that most people do is just go right into restrictive eating because that's worked and it's worked in the past. And of course it's going to work if you're eating less than what your body's used to. So there's just a better approach and there's just a better, there's a, there's a better way to do it. And that's really why I do what I do because I don't want people to lose 20 pounds and then gain it all right back. You know, when, mm-hmm. when you do those restrictive diets, so your body will adapt at some point, if you are used to eating 1500 calories and then you just starve yourself and eat 500, like, of course you're going to lose a bunch of weight, but your body also adapts to that calories that you've been eating. Mm-hmm. And then when you start eating normal again, you gain that weight back very quick and then some, and then some, and Usually when you gain it back quick, it just sticks and it doesn't come off. It just takes time after that. I've seen it time and time again, where people have lost a a decent amount of weight quick and then gained it back. And 
you just can't get it right back off. It's, mm-hmm. it's tough. And if people can't come to you for whatever reason, what is like some tips? So if you're like in a woman between the ages, I know everyone's different, but like 25 to 45 who are eating probably 12 to 1500 calories. Right. Yeah. And we can do the reverse diet. What, what is like a good number that people should be eating when it comes to like, cause you were, when we were talking, you were talking about carbs and macros and I was like, what? Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even, I never check carbs. Like I just, yeah. I don't even check calories. I just kind of eat the same and it's, right. I stay the same. Um, right. so like what kind of, like how many sugars, how many fats is like a typical mm-hmm. amount that like women, cause 95% of our audience is women. Yeah. Um, where, where should they be sticking around? Well, again, it depends on the situation. If you're used to eating 1200 calories and that's just kind of where you would normally be at, then you're going to have to take the next couple months and slowly add food in every other week to get your calories up. Um, like you'd have to use some type of calorie tracking, calorie tracking app, um, or a macro tracking app. And yeah, you just, you would have to see what your maintenance calories are, see how you eat on a daily basis, see where your numbers are, average that. And then from there, you can start adding food in. But I would say, um, again, it, it's so hard to say because it's so different for everybody. But if, if you're used to eating more food, then yeah, you can be, usually you have to be in a 500 calorie deficit. So you're, if you're used to eating 1800 calories, you drop your calories by 500, that puts you at 13. You're gonna lose weight. You're gonna lose body fat for the next four to six weeks then your body adapts and then you have to either take away more food or you have to start adding more food back in. So you just kind of have to approach it in phases. So there's not like a general amount of calories that someone should be eating. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say if you're active, you're working out four or five days a week, Mm -hmm. I would say that you should be somewhere around 1600 to 1800 calories to be fueling your body. Um, But again, if, if you're used to eating 1200 or you're used to eating lower calories and doing keto, or doing paleo or doing some type of low carb diet, you can't just start eating a ton of carbs because you're going to gain weight quick because your body's used to lower carbs. So there's just, there's just so many situations. It's, it's hard for me to just say like, oh, you should be eating this amount of food. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would say, yeah, if people just aren't able to like come to me and aren't able to do the program, I, I would say track your food for three days, see what your average of, of see what your average calories are. And then from there, start adding food in for the next few months to get your body used to eating more. Then come January, start taking some food away, but you can't just like take away a hundred calories. You can't just take away 40 grams of carbs or one cup of rice each Mm -hmm. day. And like, that's not going to make that big of a difference. Like you have to be in a pretty decent deficit, which is right around 500 calories. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of people will be like, Oh, I'm cutting carbs at night. Well, that's great. But you're only eating 40, you're only eating one cup of rice for dinner. If you cut that out, that's only 160 calories. That's not that much in the grand scheme of things. So um, you'd have to cut out carbs all day in order to even make a dent in the, in the deficit in order for you to lose weight. And it just, you know, people love carbs. Like you want to eat some carbs. Can you up your, like your exercise and that be the way you? Yes, but you'd have to up up that. You'd have to up it. I mean, you have to, again, that, that would be if, if you already do four days a week of working out, like you don't want to do seven days a week, you want to give your body a rest. So I think it just kind of depends on the situation, but yes, you, I've seen people like getting ready for, um, fitness competitions and they're doing an hour and 45 minutes of cardio because 
their body's used to the 1200 calories they're on and they have to get the weight off somehow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you could do more activity, but at the end of the day, your body is so, it's so smart. It's such an amazing piece of machinery that it will adapt to your activity also. So if you end up doing, you know, you work out four days a week and now you're adding an extra like four days of cardio where you're working out twice a day, at some point your body will adapt to that that becomes your maintenance. So then if you stop doing that extra activity, you're going to start gaining weight. So, um, you know, you'd have to slowly taper back that cardio in order to not gain weight if that was the case. So there's just so many different situations. It's, you know, it's, it's hard to be like exact on that, but yes, you could do extra activity that will help with the extra part of the deficit, but you can only do so much. Interesting. I know, um, You know, a lot of our audience too, our moms, you know, or, you know, had children and gone through that whole process that changes your body, you know, and and hormones are everywhere and everything's crazy. And I know like, for example, with me, I feel like my main problem area is that belly area, right? It's like, right. It's like, it just won't won't move. Like what's there won't move. And I know I always hear that phrase, which I know I'm sure we've all heard our abs are made in the kitchen, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. and I get that. Where are they? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Where can I make them? Where? I still have yet to see, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just so hard because that seems like one of the hardest places to see any sort of a difference, you know? Yeah. So is there some sort of, you know, formula or something that we can do to kind of specifically target an area like that? That's like, so hard, right? Yeah. Not, not for body fat. Unfortunately, you cannot spot reduce body fat. That's, that's the, that's the most frustrating part of this because yeah, like if you're, if you're holding that in your midsection and you're happy with everything else, you're just like, dang, you know, nothing you can really do, but really um, for women, it's or for, for anybody, you're, the weight's going to come off of where it's going to come off of. And at some point, once you get lean enough, your abs will show, but it's, it literally is all body fat and um, yeah, it's so true. Abs are made in the kitchen. I mean, it doesn't matter if you do 3000 sit-ups a day, you, you, you can't just spot reduce fat from specific areas. It all just comes down to diet. And, um, you know, for most women, it kind of just starts from the top and works its way down. Um, you know, I've seen some women in, in fitness competitions that have, that did shows and it's like from the front, they have abs and they're shredded. And then they turn to the back and it's like, I've seen women still have cellulite on their backside. Um, So it's just, it's so different for everybody where it comes off of. And yeah, you just, unfortunately you can't spot reduce. You just have to, you know, just keep trying to be in that deficit. And as the body fat comes off sooner or later, it will make its way to the midsection and you will have abs at some point. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Roxy. Sorry. Uh, well, I have heard that as you get older, that you should be doing less cardio and actually more weight training because weight training doesn't metabolism play a big part of it too. Because there are some people who have such high metabolisms. If that's, uh, then I heard like, is metabolism even a thing? But like you know, kids like they're they eat so. I I swear to God, yeah. my kids eat more than I do. My littlest yeah. is three. She's like definitely all, almost eats the same, and she's tiny. Yeah. So it's like you know, does metabolism play a role, and does the inclusion of weights help with the raising of metabolism? And then in turn, like if you have a higher metabolism, are you burning more calories just sitting there than somebody else when you have a higher metabolism? Uh, yeah, if you have a higher metabolism, you're definitely burning more than um, with someone who does it. But the, the metabolism is such a, a random thing. Um, there's really like you can't take pills to increase metabolism. The only way that you 
can increase your metabolism is by slowly adding food in over a period of time. So as you're adding that food in, you're getting your body used to eating more. Um, so like, yeah, everybody has um, a BMR, which is uh, your metabolic rate. So some people are burning, you know, for women, it's usually 12 to 1400 calories at rest. So just sitting at home on the couch, they're burning 12 to 1400 calories. But um, yeah, I, there's, it's crazy out of all the things that are out there when it comes to supplements, there's not one supplement that will speed up your metabolism, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy what about thing. Weight training? Does weight training help or no? Uh, not that I, I mean, I, I haven't seen studies on that. Like I'm usually pretty big on like data and studies and I, I haven't seen anything that says lifting weights or lifting heavier strength training is going to help with your metabolism. Um, I mean, you, you would assume so, but then you would also think the same with like running, right? Like you're running, your heart rate's up all the time. Um, you would think that would help, but you know, yeah. it, it just, yeah, it's just, it's all based off of your genetics and yeah. really what, yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much it. As they say, muscle burns more than fat. So yeah. I'm always like, oh, is that muscle or it's fat? Is it fat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely think though, like as people get older, I mean, I think strength trainings, I think it's a, it's a big deal because like you need to have muscle, you know, like so many people, I feel like just. I don't know. They, they just don't, they're not active and, you know, walking is one thing, but you know, when you're out there and you're, you're lifting and you're building muscle, I, I feel like that will at some point has to, has to help with your metabolism. It may not make a significant difference, but I, I would assume that it would at some point. See, that's what's so tricky though, because you look online or you go into like a store and it's like, buy this supplement. It'll speed up your metabolism. Yeah. You're lying to you, Rossi. Lied. And I've definitely been one of those people that has bought something thinking my I metabolism, right? right? You're Flat tummy that, tea, Roxy. Yes. That's just, you just shit your brains out. Yes. That's just full of pooping and you <laughs> lose tea. weight because you're dehydrated. That's funny. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's yeah, like there's... one big laxative, right? Yeah. Of right? course you're going to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of, it, it's, it, this is, this is so random, but there's a lot of these weight loss clinics that make you take a diuretic before you weigh in. So you're literally like peeing, not, not, you're not shitting, but you're like, you're literally peeing your brains out and then you weigh in the next day. And it's like, how, how does that even make sense? Like yeah. it, that's not even real weight loss because you're just dropping butt water weight at that point. But yeah, there's, I've had a lot of people come to me from different clinics and they would have them do that. And I'm like, well, of course they're going to lose weight, but it's not real because you're taking diuretics. Wow. I just don't want to be hungry. Yeah. Like if we yeah. can work together and I'm not hungry. But, that, but that's, but that's the problem. Like you're going to have I, to be hungry at some point. I know. Point. I don't, I'm never you full. Know? That's what's interesting. Yeah. Like I don't actually like feeling full. Like I actually feel, I don't like it, but I, yeah. so I just always feel not hungry, but not yeah. full. Yeah. But that hunger feeling just makes me yeah. hungry. But that, not but no, it's not even that. It just no, makes no, me uncomfortable. Not. Yeah. Like when I, when I cut, when I cut, um, after we do the reverse diet and then we start pulling food back to get in that weight loss mode, I never just pull 500 calories back right away because you'd be too hungry. So usually what I do is I'll start off, I'll do like two lower calorie days at say 1300 and then one higher calorie day at 1800. So I'm progressively taking food away so that you're not just starving and ravenous right off of the bat. So there's definitely like strategy when it comes to the fat loss. Um, but at some point though, just know like, you're going to have to be hungry. That's how you lose weight. So, um, you know, just, but I always tell people too, like during the reverse diet, like now, as we're eating more food, I'm always just like, enjoy the food. 
Like you're at some point you're going to be, you're going to tell me, I don't want to eat any more food. I'm stuffed all the time. But then you're also going to tell me, Hey, I'm starving. Like you need to give me food. So there's just, it's, it's all about, um, it's just yeah. all about how you approach it and how you're looking at it. So during the reverse diet phase, enjoy the food, enjoy eating all of the food, because at some point you're not going to be all the, eating all the food, but it will be effective. Well, is there such a thing, um, and Tamma, tell me if you've heard about this, this negative calorie foods where they say you're- Doesn't burning, count. Yeah, they're saying- Like they, celery. Yes, that you burn more calories digesting it than like what you're taking I in. Don't just, I just don't think you'll ever, is like, that, even if you ate like 2,000 calories worth of celery, I don't think you'd probably gain weight. I don't right? know. Probably not. Who's even gonna think, eat that? I don't even think, I don't he think can. that you I don't think that it would be humanly possible to eat two thousand calories worth of celery because celery is literally it's like eating like two, air. Yeah, it's like twenty <laughs> calories. It's like, like for a, a huge stick. Yeah, for like a huge like I think it's a they call it stock, like a huge stock of calorie or celery, it, it's literally like twenty calories. Yeah. It's nothing. You'd have to eat so much, so much celery. I know. He's like, does that work? Is that, (laughs) but does it work though? Will you burn more calories, like digesting it than you would like, just, you know what I mean? Like the process of digestion, does it cancel out? That's a great question. I don't know. Here's the thing. I just don't think you're going to gain weight from eating certain things like, you know, celery. Yeah. So like if somebody was on your diet plan and they were starving, they could eat like celery. Something. They could right? eat some celery. Yeah. Celery just or just, I, I would throw in like huge salads. If someone's on like lower calories, I would try to give them as much volume as I could. And that would be from, yeah, salads. Cause you can eat a ton of lettuce. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, squash. Like people zucchini, do uh, yes. zucchini and squash. squash. You can eat mm-hmm. a ton of, for one, one cup of spaghetti squash, it's only four carbs and one cup of rice is 40. So in theory, you can eat 10 cups of yeah. spaghetti squash to one cup of rice. So I'm going to get just, some spaghetti squash. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, I, I would just try to get breaks after that. Yeah. Yeah, I would just try to give fillers so people aren't as hungry. Just try to give food that's high in volume so that you're not starving. And that that's definitely the best way to do it when dieting. People are going to work with you. Should they not work with you now? Because it's no, now the holidays, is the, or is no, this the is right the time. time to work? Now is yeah. the time. Like now, we can add in food for this next couple months, and then come January, you'll be eating enough food to where we can pull food back, and you'll be good. But if you normally just are a low calorie eater, and then during the holidays, you're still going to indulge, but you're not like you're you're not you're not increasing your food on a on a, like an on a weekly basis where your averages are going to go higher. You're literally just you know, going to have some high days, a couple days a week because you're eating more treats, but no, I, now is the time. Cause I mean, you can progressively eat more food. You'll be able to enjoy the holidays more, have more cocktails and not feel restricted. And then come January, be ready to rock and roll and your food's high enough. But if you normally only eat 12 or 1300 calories, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, you'd, you'd have to start in January. Like, all right, let's start losing weight. I'm eating 1200 calories. What can I do? And yeah. I would say, well, there's, there's not much you can do because you've already taken the food away. There's no more food to take away. You're only eating three meals a day that are is equivalent to 1200 calories. Like, where do we go from here? You know? Yeah. So yeah, no, now is the time for sure. Cause I have a bikini scene in five weeks. So how long does this take? No, but you're in good shape. You're yeah. You're, you're good to go. Oh, there's bits. 
There's okay. bits, there's <laughs> bits right. and pieces. And you might've seen that I was a cheerleader. Um, I recently, did see that, yes. But yes. there are still bits. <laughs> okay, yeah. There's still bits. Well, thank you, right, Roxy Soxy? Thank you, thank you. Now I feel like inspired. You feel in yeah. shape now, don't Maybe. you? <laughs> She's like, I, I am ready to eat all the food. I'm ready to do my my reverse dieting right now. There you go. Yeah. All my French fries. But you need eat to be trained, it. Roxy. You can't just yeah. do your reverse dieting. Yeah. You have to be very like trained yeah. by the experts. Yes. And it has to be yeah. very specific. Yeah. As I long mean, as you promise that I will not be like starving at some point, I'm okay. You will be. Yeah, you will be. But then not- you'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's phases. You have a phase where you're eating a ton of food and then you have phases where you're eating less food. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not good to just stay eating, you know, lower calories all the time because you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Cause if you do want to lose weight, you'd have to, you know, eat 500 calories in order to get a couple pounds off. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think everybody, I think every, yeah. Right. She's like, I want to use, I want to use 80 grams like of carbs every day. Exactly. I can be happy with just me and my carbs. I can let go of the yeah. other stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to bode well for the bikini though, but. Well, when yes, can Roxy and I start? Definitely. We're ready, right? Rox? Yes. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. ready. To, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready when you all are ready. So I know. Yeah, I was ready like a year ago, but my whole life was like, I, I, was like, I can't, I was like, I can't count. I can't even like, I couldn't yeah. even figure out how to put my kid to bed, let alone like count macros. Like, I'm just like, I know. It's I, funny. I, I, you, I was like stuck in Australia like, and I was like, yeah. I'm stuck in Australia. I couldn't even get back into the country because I didn't even have yep. a US passport. And I was like, so draw. So yeah. So, but yeah. now I have more, um, wherewithal to like my kids are out of diapers and yeah Yeah. it's hard it's it's hard doing especially i have a lot of moms coming in that are new moms and it's like you know at that point you're just trying to get through the day because you're alive and you don't think about yourself too like i thought you know if i you know when i sign up with you it's like that's the first thing that i've done for myself and i can't even remember how long i mean yeah I mean, I exercise for myself, so maybe I do, but that's about it. Like I, yeah. I'm constantly, it's just about their well-being and yep. how, how can I create a financial future for them? Like, yeah, it's not like, for you sure. know, yeah. but it would be, it would be a good step for me to like actually yeah. care about myself. Yeah. At, at some point, like when that time comes and you're, you're ready, then you'll know it, you know? And it's like, it's good. Cause at that point it's about you and time to work on yourself because all you've been doing, you know, in the past is just working on your, your family, you know, and yeah. It's um yeah, a lot of people get tied up in that, obviously, but that's the thing to do. But at some point you have to, you know, take care of yourself and go from yeah. there. So and Roxy, we should do it together because yes, I was accountable. Just, exactly. I was just gonna say if I did it with you, I'll be like, just... hey, Biatch, what Mac, what do you want to today? How many carbs have you ate? <laughs> you can call me and be like, put that French fry down, put it down. I'll be man. like, it's not you have to get something with protein. And then we'll have a follow-up. We'll, yes. so we'll do this for like six months and then, or however long it takes. Yeah. And then we'll have a follow-up and see like how it went. Yes. Yeah. I Let's like do it. this. I like I it. Do like you it. think in six months, we would definitely see a difference? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. 100%. Yes. Okay, Tamman. And can we yeah. do it for our husbands too? Yeah. <laughs> Because they need to get in, you know, they're exhausted with work and French fries. But it's funny though, usually like, that's usually how it starts. Like the women usually start and the husbands soon follow because they're just like, damn, you're eating all of that and 
you're not gaining a bunch of weight. Like that's, it's just, it's hard for people to, to, to think that you can eat, you know, 17, 1800 calories and not gain weight during that time. And yeah, it's, it's so true. I mean, you can eat a bunch of food and it's amazing. I haven't eaten pasta in like 20 years. You're yeah. missing out. You're or missing out. Or a burger. Out. I haven't eaten. Oh a burger my in 20 God. Years. You're missing I haven't out. Even, I, I've never even, I don't even know if I would, but like fast food, I, I haven't eaten in 20 years. Yeah. Never, I, I can't even remember the last time I got fries. I mean, not, I even, get... in, not even In and Out Burger? Oh, really? That's not even like fast food. That's like gourmet burgers. <laughs> well, I don't eat a lot of red meat. Shit. So I don't eat All a lot right. of red meat, but I, okay. I probably would every now and then, but I, I don't. I don't eat any red meat, yeah. actually. Um, but I haven't, I mean, I had birthday cake at my kid's birthday, and that's like a big, a big step. That, for me. that, that half a piece? <laughs> yeah, that was a big step. And I had it like a little bit yesterday, too. Okay. okay. Um, but like then. just to eat like a burger, like I don't yeah. even know what that's like. But, th- but that's, that's why I-, I love this approach because it really does improve your relationship with food and it makes you not look at food as good or bad because you're, you can eat what you want. You just have to plan for it, you know? So that, that that's like my favorite transformations are these food transformation because I feel like so many women have anxiety and guilt when it has to do with food. If they eat this, they feel guilty or, you know, whatever that is. And that's why, like, I really just believe in this program and love it because it really does change the way that you look at food. And I don't know, it, it, having a good relationship with food is, is good for the soul. So, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good well, point. we appreciate you so yes. much. Thank of you for course. coming Thanks on for and letting me. everyone know yes. um, this will probably be out tomorrow or next week. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Thanks guys. And where can everyone find you? Yeah. uh, You can find me uh, on my Instagram. There's so many different flexible dieting Instagrams, but um, my website's just the flexible dieting coach.com. So um, you can go to my website. Yeah. The flexible dieting coach.com and you'll find everything on there to, to get going. And um, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. And people can be international. You can train anywhere. Clients all over the world. Yeah. Everywhere. There's a, right now I have, um, I have 12 staff members that are doing exactly what I'm doing. So pretty much uh, if people want to sign up, they go on there, they fill out their info. My pricing is a little bit different than my staff pricing, but you basically just put, add your name to the wait list. And then we send you the info on how to get going. And yeah, it doesn't matter where you are or how you eat, if you're vegan or whatever that is. I mean, we, 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 we do everything. It's all comes down to the macros and um, yeah, we can help anybody. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Where yeah, can appreciate, you find us, Roxy? <gasps> well, you can find us. Oh, I knew you were going to throw this and make me do it first. Okay. Yeah. Women Instagram. On, on Instagram. <laughs> women on top of fish. We've only been doing this for two years. <laughs> yeah. it, women on top of Instagram. Women. Women it? on top of official on Instagram, <laughs> girl. Women on top podcast on Facebook, right? That's right. That's right. Nice. And I am Tamin Sursock. <laughs> and I am Roxy Manning. And we are. <gasps> Women on. Take it away. Top. <laughs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you.